Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will. You broke something. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. Shot. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guys join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin again. And, and Keyshawn already broke something in the studio. Yeah, don't go to the three. Don't go to the three shot. No, like, you think we just keep it right here? Yeah, all right. Probably best don't we don't be we don't go to the uh, full studio shot. We're going to avoid tough that right start now. To but it's, it's a Monday. Monday. This is what happens on a Monday. But it is a Monday uh, after an NFL draft weekend that had a lot of headlines. Would you like to say something? Good no, morning, guys. Johnson. I'm just listening to him say I broke something. Well, you touched it. Yeah. You know, don't if you if you if you touch it, you broke it. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> now, now, I didn't. First of all, I didn't break it. Second of all, I touched it when it was already broke. Phrasing. It's not even broke. It's Phrasing. technical difficulties at this point in mm-hmm. time, and they've got to fix them. And we'll I just, just keep it right here on the three box right now as you're but, watching uh, on ESPN. So, how was your weekend? <laughs> well, that's what I just asked. I said, "Good morning. How is everybody's John weekend? Everybody's good." Yeah, well, I love when he does that. You have to just the Knicks are eleven and twelve. Good game last night. Sorry, I keep texting out of 11 you. Or 11 Sorry, out of twelve. I keep sending Alan texts apparently while yeah. he's on air, and he like yells at me. You I didn't yell. It it came on a yell on the text. I said, "Hey, man." He said, "I'm on the air." I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't even respond. <laughs> That's how I felt. And then Evan sent me text about the Mets game. Met, what it finished out was Mets-Phillies, and he's texting me about that, and I'm thinking, yeah. uh, when's Key going to text me? And then I realized, no, Key's already nestled in his bed. So no, he's all set. Dodgers, 16. We put up 16. I was good. The Lakers, yeah, it was we were up by like six when I was watching that. And well, we then, got some LeBron issues. Yeah, we got to get to that. Asleep. Yeah, you, know? you and the Lakers fell asleep. <laughs> That's fine. No, we good. We straight. Sure, sure. In the seven, as long as we – Get in the playoffs, we good. We may have to play in the playing tournament. Think about oh, that. As long as we get in the playoffs, mm. that's it. we were. Jay, I know. Man, I know. I'm, I'm with you. We're just talking. I mean, look, we're still talking about them winning the whole damn thing, but it's just crazy how much the conversation has changed. And the guy at my son's gym. Oh yeah, was that's, all alone. We'll I don't. Know, who is this man? Mm-hmm. Just a guy. Who hey, is a listener? Avid listener. Doesn't avid like listener. me. Avid avid consumer of the show. Doesn't know. Just doesn't like me because I went to Duke. Those guys, him and Grant Hill, yeah, those guy. guys. No, he doesn't talk like that. Oh, how's oh. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> Repeat yourself, bro. <laughs> you know, one of those. All right, but let's get the straight talk about their straight talk wireless. So we did have the draft this weekend, and so three quarterbacks taken with the first three picks for the third time in the common draft era. And, of course, uh, you had five quarterbacks taken in the first round for only the second time since in the common draft era. So the story, of course, going into the draft was quarterbacks, guys. I think the story coming out of the draft remains quarterbacks. And, I mean, I just – the question is the obvious one here is which teams got their guy because you had a lot of teams in the first round, well, several of them, not all, that have seemingly perpetually been looking for the quarterback, the franchise. Did anybody find one? Did, like, who will it be? And we won't know, obviously, for at least a few years. But, you know, these teams that are always searching for quarterbacks, you've got to feel like Jacksonville got their guy. But there's still question marks after that. And, of course, the 49ers, who have been looking for a quarterback since Colin Kaepernick, did they find their guy? But, see, I don't, I don't know. The 49ers, since Colin Kaepernick thing, is, is a little weird to me because they went through a negative stretch in the organization as a whole. They just the, that's, it usually what, that's usually what happens when you're trying to bad. find a quarterback. No, but they, it was bad. The, the coaches, Jim Chip Tom Kelly, Sula. Tom Sula. Yeah. That, that was just a bad couple years for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Chicago's got theirs. I, I really do. I like Justin Fields. I like his attitude. Um, I, like the, I just like his approach. 
Uh, Bears obviously trading up to get him, an aggressive I, move. I, Jacksonville's whatever it is. I mean, whoever goes there, whoever would have gone there. But what's your confidence level in Trevor you know? Lawrence? In Trevor Lawrence having the success to allow the Jacksonville Jaguars to look back on this draft and say that's the day our franchise changed. It, it's going to take a minute because what you got to understand, which not you but people yeah. in general, is when you look at college football and you look at Clemson in particular – Everybody at Clemson can go, mm-hmm. like really. Mm-hmm. And you would think in the pros, these guys are pros, so everybody should be up at the top of the top, so they all should be able to go. It's not the same. Some of the people he's going to be throwing that football to is not the same type of players that he was throwing to at it. that level of college. Like there is, no, there is no T. Higgins at the height. There is no Ross at the height. Those are two of the top wide receivers a year ago in college football, with, a, with Rodgers as the third guy. There's no top two or three at Jacksonville he's going to be throwing the ball to. So it's a little bit different. Then you look at the draft. You say, okay, he took ta- Travis Etienne in the first round. Teammate. They had a running back that's balling. So why did you – and on top of that, you got two backs in Carlos Hyde already there, and then you selected a third back – in ETN, it's like, well, I don't understand that. And then Urban Meyer says, well, he's going to be a third down back. Third down backs in the league are backs that pick up blitz coverage to protect people. Mm. And every now and then and they leak out. That's not what he out. is, yeah. So it's like yeah. they already started off with me thinking like, okay, I don't think Urban really gets it. All right. Well, well from Chicago's perspective, Jay, did they get their guy that we look back on this draft and say – that's where things change. That's where things turned for the Bears, who have also been perpetually looking for a quarterback. Mel Kuyper, Matt Miller, two people I really trust, experts in the scouting division, had Justin Fields, their second-ranked quarterback. Their second-ranked quarterback. So I, I think this buys Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, another year. Now the question has turned into, does he start right away? If he's able to earn it, does he start right away? And that, that, that's, a, that's a big question going. I don't know if I want Justin Fields right out of the gate just to be the guy. Mm. I would like for him to ease himself into it. Uh, but I started finding myself thinking over the weekend, if he does start right out of the gate, does that buy Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace another year? Don't you- is it bad that I'm even putting myself in that situation now? I'm thinking no. about, like, is it about are you doing what's best for the player, Justin Fields, or are you doing what's best in the interest of Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace to make sure that, hey, we gave our rookie a, a, a start. We gave him everything he needed, a quarterback like Andy Dalton who's there to help him out. But it's going to take some time, guys. But we got to be patient. The thing with Chicago, Chicago's a good football team. So you're not putting – this isn't Jacksonville. This is a playoff team. So to take a young quarterback that has the ability to do some things and can learn out the gate, I wouldn't mind starting him immediately if he wins the job because they got pieces in place, especially on defense. Offensively, they've gotten better. Allen Robinson is back now. So when you when you look at it, it's like But Key, that's exactly what it I'm saying. It might make though. sense to if he if he wins the job, it might make sense to start but, him. But see, this is what I wonder if there's gonna be enough patience though. Cause I I, I you know, one of the things about Chicago is just like any big market city, like 
you have to come out before your own fan base kind of starts turning against you. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I'm glad you said that because that actually is something that has already become the discussion there. Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, did talk about the, the idea. Now, first of all, Fields has talked about how he has no pressure on him, which I think is a bit naive. You, you're always going to have pressure on you when, you're, when the team moves up. You've got jobs on the line now, and you've got everybody now anticipating you're going to be great sooner rather than later. But Nagy talked about how – the decision to start fields with all the momentum now of, oh, we can't wait to see this kid. He said the decision that that will come when everybody knows it's time in to August. start him. We'll see. Take a listen. When you come in here, you do everything you can to be the best quarterback you can be, whether it's in the meeting room or whether it's in practice and everything else will take care of itself. And, and all of those guys are going to do it. You know, we just got to decide then when we get to that point, how, how is he developing and, and, and how is everybody doing and, really keeping it as honest as possible with all of those guys. And then um, when the time is right, I promise you, every single person will know, uh, including Justin, when it's the right time. Right, that's Straight Talk price by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. So the right time, Key, you say will be in August. Jay, do you think it'll have to be – it has to be immediate, or could it happen during the season? Well, let me, so if they lose three or four games with Andy Dalton, I mean, is, yeah. is that putting is that putting – Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace in a good light with you considering everything that's happened? Like, wh- why aren't you just starting Justin Fields? Like, that is the narrative right now. Mm-hmm. That is all I heard all my boys this whole weekend in Chicago talk about. He's going to start. He has to start. And I think that buys Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace another year because he is going to, he is going to start out the gate. I don't see how you can't start Justin Fields. Well, I think you'd move up to get him at 11. And if, if Matt Nagy is listening to Andy Reid in any case – we think about Andy Reid's history, he has no problem playing young quarterbacks. Just doesn't. They did Donovan, eight. Think about when he had Donovan McNabb. He went and Donovan McNabb took snaps immediately. Well, it's a conversation, obviously, that we won't really have an answer for until we get into the season. But there's other quarterbacks and other teams as well that we can talk about, including the Patriots. You know, did this begin their perpetual search for a quarterback? A conversation will continue throughout the day. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-729. 3776 if you have a team and a quarterback situation that you feel like might have ended the perpetual search. Meanwhile, in the NBA, the Lakers, your Lakers, Keyshawn, have lost six of seven. Uh And now LeBron, who left the game with some ankle soreness. uh Oh, Oh, God, here we go. He wants somebody fired. What is he talking about? That's coming up next. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin. I'm Alan Hahn in for Zubin on ESPN Radio and ESPN. That would be the commissioner. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down there in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate that. More from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Base. KJZ, ESPN Radio. Watch out for that guy. He sets hard screens. <laughs> I never wanted to be that guy. This right here, Jack. This guy's a really... This guy plays defense really hard. Slap the hardwood, right? <laughs> this guy plays Dude, defense Sunday morning, really back hard. Off. 50. Watch out for that Han. He's a real hustle. David Robinson more 50. Oh, man. Sneaky skill. Well, I'll tell you what. Quick hands. Quick hands. Elite, deadly shooter. No, not quick hands. It's this kid. Very active. Active hands. Active active hands. hands. Yeah, very active. Sharpen up those elbows, too. Give him the sharpen up those elbows. He's got five in him. Five what? Fouls. (laughs) I always said that. They don't throw you out until you get five, so I'll use them all. What's going on with your Lakers, man? Like, like uh, here, first of all, I feel like we need to go back in time a little bit. Like, now, I believe this was a couple of weeks ago, Jay Will, on this very show, talking March. about a situation with the Lakers that could be impending based on the fact that there's injuries. Anthony Davis did come back. LeBron had been out for a long time. They're heading in the wrong direction now. They lose to the Raptors last night. The yeah. Raptors. Long 121-114. And now they are staring down the barrel of – they're right now in the sixth seed, looking at potentially being in the 7-10. Jay Will, let's take a listen. Let's go back in the hot tub time machine to what Jay Will said before this whole thing started. If you're telling me LeBron James could be out for two to three weeks, AD's been out since February 14th. It's been five and a half weeks, right? Like, we're trying to figure out timeline on that. It's easy to see them drop. I mean, out of their next 10, 15 games, if they drop seven or eight, they could be in that six, seven seed range. Well, you could be talking about the Lakers playing in the playing tournament for sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's six losses in seven. Pretty good, Jay. Keith receipts. You're an idiot. Stop talking about my Lakers. You're a moron. Oh, this is texting. That's oh, he was yelling at me. I, I got a lot How of. How could uh, I yell at you in a text? Well, because it was all caps. It's like Anchorman. When <laughs> no, it's all caps, that means you're yelling. Stuck. He got, <laughs> got stuck. <laughs> Well, look, it is a reality. LeBron leaves the game with some ankle soreness. That, of course, is, is an issue as well. Why, like, well, but honestly, though, be honest. The Lakers are in a, are, went, went from a team that was number one, 21-6, best defense in the league, with two guys that are essentially the pillars of this team. If you remove one, yeah, we not they win. are not that good. You yeah. remove both, they are bad. Of course. You could say that about a lot of teams, though. Just not the Lakers. I think that... When you think about it, you got two of the top five players in the league. Like you said, if you remove one and eh, you remove two, you're in trouble. And I think for us, we just got to hope that we are healthy at the right time. That's a big hope now. Well, I mean, just because he walked off with ankle soreness. Okay, so his ankle sore. I'm, I'm back full court pressing, the stress, all of those sort of things, running up and down the floor. I didn't anticipate this in practice. Yes, I got run in practice, but run in practice is not the same as running a game because you don't have that 
adrenaline flowing in mm-hmm. practice the same way you do in a game. Of course. And, and this so late in the season. It's a little bit different. Well, and, and this late in the season, teams are really, you know, gearing up for a postseason yeah, where you've been out for not, a while. Yeah, practice is not as tough. It, all of those things. This, this is fine. You, you, have a, you have a lot of questions going in towards a really rough stretch. By rough stretch, Denver is coming mm-hmm. in town. That's your mm-hmm. next game. Mm-hmm. At the Lake, at the Clippers, which, by the way, when they lost last night, the Clippers clinched the playoff spot, which always makes Lakers fans yeah. hurt. At Portland, Phoenix, the Knicks, Houston, Kevin Porter's been playing out of his mind. At Indiana, New Orleans is your last eight games. Yeah, Houston's garbage. Aside from that, that's a rough stretch. Well, that game against the Knicks is on national. It's on ABC. That's a big game as well. Kawhi. Now, all of a sudden, out, right, again? Out, again. Five games, like, so. Dennis listen, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, out on, yeah. for a little bit. If you're the Lakers, this is what you worry about, the extra un, the extra mileage, the unnecessary extra games, and that, of course, comes with the 7-10 play-in that is new to the league. And it's for those who don't, those who don't know, the play-in, though, is a very interesting scenario when you think about this is how it works. So it'll be uh, May 18th is when it begins. If you finish 7th or 8th, you will have to play your way into the top eight. That's how it works now. The nine and ten teams, the ninth and tenth seed now are engaged. So, seven and eight play each other. The winner of that game, you now get seventh. The loser has to play the winner of nine versus ten. So, basically, the nine, ten seeds have two games to win two. Seven, eight have one game, have two games to win one to get in. Now, I hope that's, that makes sense, but that's the week before the playoffs begin those are extra games, extra pressure, and you have a scenario potentially you could have Lakers Warriors in a play-in game. I don't know if you want that, and I know I'll tell you what. What do you mean you don't know if you want that? No, no, I, want fan, that. I want I that. I want that. I'm talking about as a fan of the Lakers, like Keyshawn. But if you're LeBron James, listen to this. Doesn't sound like he wants it either. We end up at six or fifth or or, or whatever the case may be, or if we end up in a you know the playoff, uh, whatever that thing is. Whoever came up with that. Shit. Uh, need to be fired. Wait a minute. Um, but whatever. Whoever came up with that should be fired. Uh, your owner. Your owner. Uh, that's one because it was a unanimous vote by the board of governors to include this. Two thirds of the league the way, now. Jay is engaged now in the, in the in it's, playoff it's action. So funny when, but all of a sudden when, he doesn't like it. Yeah, it's funny though, right? It's like, yeah, well, I don't care about that. But then when you re- re- realize, <laughs> damn, I might actually be in that. You don't like. It. <laughs> <laughs> right. Luca, I mean, Luca said it last month. It too. You know, like, he might be in it. Well, because that's a week off. If you finish yeah. top six, you get a week off. Which I mean, for especially for the older teams, you love that. By the way, I, I think for the league, it's genius. It's genius. There, there are only six teams that are out of the race. Only six. I don't know about you, Alan, but this time of the year for me, typically, I check out. I'm like, ah, end of the season. Nobody's trying. I don't trying. care about these mm-hmm. damn games. They don't matter. It makes more teams engage for that. Yep. It makes more teams try to make moves at the trade deadline to fight for that position. And, by the way, the NBA makes extra cash on all the commercials and all the tickets they're going to be able to sell oh, yeah. leading up to this. And, by the way, who's at that 11th spot in the West? The Pelicans. And they're only two games behind the trying Spurs. so hard to get Zion like, in. And oh, are you can't. trying to get Zion versus Steph? Think about it in the East, too. The Wizards have made such a push here. I mean, they had a hell of an April, right, to get back into the mix. They're sitting 10th. Would you want to play Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal in a winner-take-all game? Because I, I know no. I wouldn't, especially right now, the way no, they're playing. And, and, and that goes back to the Lakers, too. When you think about it, the winner-take-all, if they're healthy, I think in one game, I'm taking LeBron and AD. Oh, of course. In a one-game situation, I'm taking LeBron and AD. And last night, LeBron took the floor for the first time in how long, Jay? Yeah, it's been about a month and a half. Yes. So, so you're going to see some second time rust. The floor. Okay, second time, yep. but you're still going to see some some rust. It's just going to look different. 
you know. But, but that, and, he's but got to work about through. that, though, Alan. We talked about when LeBron James came back and when AD found his rhythm, what was the situation they came back to? Oh, do, can they ease up their ramping? Does it take time, or do they need to come back and turn yeah, it up real quick? Right. They didn't buy them a cushion where you can come and ease in. No, no, no. They really got to start winning some games. So Pascal Siakam at 39, by the way, for the Raptors. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry. had 37. Could have so, had Kyle Lowry at the trade deadline. Siakam and Lowry, by the way, the second pair of Raptors players with 35 points in the same game, joining Mike James Mike and Tucker. Mo Pete, Morris Peterson, March 31st, 2006. Stats Incredible brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a better Life. So we continue this conversation, of course, on the NBA. Back into the NFL we go. A 5% chance Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers in 2021. 5%? Is that too low? It's got to be. Well, we'll talk about that after Jay has this from Straight Talk. That's right, Alan. It's time for some Straight Talk. Sure, saving money feels good. But cutting your wireless bill in half key? You know that. That feels really good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys. Plus, no contract, all on America's best networks. That's right. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Breaking news and Aaron Rodgers' situation overshadowing the NFL draft. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the Packers' star quarterback has told the team he doesn't want to return to Green Bay. The Packers have made it known they have no plans to trade him. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I'm Alan Hahn. This is your Sports Center right now. How about this? Defending FCS champion North Dakota State 
upset 24-20 by Sam Houston State in the FCS playoffs, Keyshawn. The loss snaps the Bison's nine straight semifinal appearances. North Dakota State's offense did not score in the game for the first time this season and were held to a season-low 229 yards. Were they missing someone? Trey Lance's fault, man. <laughs> Trey Lance's fault. The Lakers have def- have been defeated by the Raptors. Okay. Wow. That's you heard good you English. say that for 30 minutes already. Mm. Didn't know if you were paying attention. The Raptors beat the Lakers 121-114 last night. L.A. has lost, Jay, six of their last seven games. Well, funny last night losing that game. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, too, the one guy they could have made a move ah, for in yes. the trade deadline, had, had 37 him. against them. Yeah, well, the Lakers now are the sixth seed in the West. They have an 85% chance of avoiding the play-in tournament by earning a top six, according to ESPN's BPI. But that doesn't mean it's a given, and LeBron James doesn't like the 7-10 play-in. We end up at six or fifth or, or or whatever the case may be, or if we end up in the you know the playoff, uh, whatever that thing is. Whoever came up with that shit, uh, need to be fired. Well, be um, but whatever. That'd be your owner and every other owner because it was a unanimous vote at the start of the season. Meanwhile, you got an NBA doubleheader tonight on ESPN and ESPN two, starting at seven thirty Eastern. Zion Williamson, watch him while you can, and the Pelicans. Host Steph Curry and the Warriors on ESPN with a special Arena of Heroes Marvel theme broadcast. That's on the deuce. Then at 10, the Nuggets visit L.A. to take on the Lakers in what could end up being a first-round preview. SportsCenter brought to you by Indeed. When you're looking to hire people fast, better late than never doesn't cut it. Fortunately, Indeed has instant match. Sponsor a job and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. More at Indeed.com slash credit. You can only control what you can control. The Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. I'm not going to say that I was thrilled by the pick. My desire to start and finish with the same organization may not be a reality. Touchdown! Oh, my goodness! Is he the MVP or what? I have a strong desire to play into my 40s. A thing of beauty! Gallant effort by the green and gold just wasn't good enough. Told some members that he does not want to nor plan to return to Green Bay. It's a matter of the fact here that you have the best quarterback in football and he doesn't want to play for your team no more. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and the drama. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Speaking of guests, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, joining us tomorrow, 9, 10 Eastern. You don't want to miss that. Talking about quarterbacks and their situations and tenuous at that in the NFL. We also, by the way, on Twitter, Key J and Z, and also on 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We ask you this after seeing some college teammates drafted this year course uh, Jamar Chase being one of them with Joe Burrow what college teammates in any sport would you like to have seen reunited as professionals you can get that on the Twitter handle of course you can call in Jay Will that conversation, conversation I knew as you well. would do that I knew you would say something like that Michael Jordan James Worthy oh yeah oh yeah, yeah that's and definitely, definitely that one I mean there's so many guys on that team right you oh, think about it put goodness. them together yeah the, the basketball there's a lot because you've had so many great programs Keyshawn anybody that you love. played with that you wish Teamed up with in uh, in the pros, Perry Klein. Nah. <laughs> no, not really. No, no. no. Wow, it's like a lot of guys at USC going like. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. <laughs> I mean, all the teammates are obviously, they? right? I mean, but there's no. I mean, I played with Rob Johnson, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, the skill. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of skill position. Of course, well for you, offensive line, I would love to play ball. with Tony Baselli. 
Would Tony uh, love to play with you, though? Absolutely. Oh, okay, I just, wow. I'm just checking in the opposite absolutely. side. I don't know. I don't. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. Don't don't fall. Do do me a favor, Uh-oh, Jason. My fall for the me. Uh, when you start calling me by my full government name, I know where you're going. <laughs> don't fall for the narrative. Yeah, I won't. You know, that's, we're not the all. media here. Don't, yeah, don't, we're not falling for it. That's don't all. fall for the bad teammate. Don't fall for the disruption in the locker. Don't fall for that. Okay. I'm I did. You. I did go to class. So <laughs> what don't does that do with being a bad teammate. Well, because they're tell, they're trying to slide that in there too. <laughs> well, he didn't go to class. Yeah, they, not know, really. No, not really committed. Not really. Not really committed. Not really committed. We like guys that are committed to what we're trying to do here at the university. Well, that sounds. Like and he certainly is speech. not one of those guys. <laughs> well, how committed is Aaron Rodgers to the Packers? Probably not at all at this point. Right after all the reports that we're seeing uh, over the weekend, you heard uh, Adam Schefter reported as well that it just does. He does not want to return to the Packers. Packers are saying all the things they're supposed to say. No, 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 no. He's our guy. We want him. Well, listen to Rob Demosky, who's covered the Packers for us at ESPN. And this is his – now, the very end of this really is the key part to pay attention to as Rob talks about Aaron Rodgers and how much longer he expects to see him in Green Bay. Every single person that I've talked to that's been associated with Rodgers in the last three or four days says he's never playing here again. What's the percentage chance that Aaron Rodgers plays a single down as a Packer in 21? I would say less than 5%. Less than 5%, Keyshawn. Uh, what did I say wow. on Friday? I said, said he, he wasn't. Will never played 0%. in Green Bay again. It, it, when players make a decision, and, and Rodgers hasn't said this publicly yet out of his mouth. You say yet, because remember, over the weekend, he – sounded like he was disappointed, right? He was at the Kentucky Derby, didn't want to talk, but did say how he's disappointed that this got out, which I found kind of funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means, but there's too many individuals that's linked to Aaron Rodgers that are saying the same thing. There's too many people that are yeah. saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by him not saying that he could always leave the door open for a return. Oh, I never said that, you know. But – it clearly speaks to him not returning back to Green Bay this year. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I just don't. I think that they are in a tough spot, here, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Now, now Brian Gutekunst told Peter King, he's the GM of the Packers, by the way, not Peter King, Brian is. Uh, he said to him that he only got one call, one call about trading for Aaron Rodgers. And he said he shut that conversation down immediately. He said, I had no trade discussions with any team. I received one call from a team Thursday night. After all the news came out, I said no, and that was the end of the conversation. Jay, how much do we believe that? I don't know what to believe anymore. I I really don't. All I know is it's ironic to me because I I saw the level of communication that Tom Brady had with the Bucs in one year, (laughs) and I saw how high that was, and I see the lack of communication – for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who didn't have that with the Green Bay Packers for close to 20 years. Like, and the lack of communication started when you potentially have the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, or in that conversation some people would have him, and you draft another quarterback without conversing to him about what your intentions are, about how you're moving forward. Yeah, you're not the, involving him in any process. Any process. Then right. you have the NFC Championship game where – Matt LaFleur, third down, lack of communication. Now, all of a sudden, you want there to be a, hey, we want to have a lot of communication about where we're going forward. I, I think your quarterback, if, you, if you're a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you're like, look, I'm checked out. I've, I've been checked out. 
Let me go get married. Let me spend time with my new wife. Let me establish myself. Or let me have my agent, the same guy that got Carson Palmer out of the Bengals, right? Oh. Forced him out. Work your magic. Work your magic. You did it for Carson. I need you to do it for me. And I'm just going to be quiet. I'm going to give answers at the Kentucky Derby like, I love the fans. I love the franchise. That's out of the playbook, isn't I'm dissipated, it? I'm disappointed this came out, but it came out. This is a very NBA situation. This is a very James yeah. Harden NBA situation. This is like Anthony – what was the T-shirt Anthony Davis wore? That's, That's all, all, folks. Right? Like, I mean, is that the next thing we've got to see? Because he has not done that yet. Aaron Rodgers has been careful not to upset the fan base, of course. It's a very loyal fan base there. He doesn't want to leave there as somebody that becomes the villain. But, Keith, the longer this, this goes – doesn't he eventually have to become the villain just to get himself out of there? Well, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, because it's not in Aaron Rodgers' nature to go and – see, James Harden went and played, right? AD was there on the bench. Yeah, he showed up in a fat suit, though. No, like, I understand. He, no, I understand. <laughs> he did everything not, to get himself But traded. that's not Aaron Rodgers' position. Basketball is totally different because it was doing the season. Mm-hmm. We are now in May. We've got all the way to September. Several months before we even get to Aaron Rodgers underneath the center at 300 pounds. I mean, it's not <laughs> that's not going to happen. But key, I I, I want to see when does the hate start? Before all this Deshaun Watson stuff started to happen, mm. right? For all the allegations started to come out, right? There were a lot of oh, people. Geez. Well, you have to preface it. You have to yeah, preface no, no, it because before that, you're right. Before it that, was, like there were a lot of people. Brett Favre. A lot of people called him unprofessional. We had people but come I told on our you, show. But I, told I know you from day one, though. I know when, when we had when we had the former general manager, um, Rick Smith, on, and I asked Rick about that. This was right at the beginning of I want to be traded. I'm not never coming back. And I said, Rick, the 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 the, the bad stuff hasn't started yet. It's coming because that's just how people treat certain situations. This situation with Aaron Rodgers isn't going to fester like that because everything is on the front office. You, It's clear. The front office has screwed it up based on drafting Jordan Love, never drafting a receiver in the first round. So everything is, this is why he's mad. But wait, Key, why, why are they different? Deshaun Watson didn't say anything. The well, front, here, uh, front office why, screwed it up why, constantly. But, yes, but here's one thing Aaron Rodgers – Got a lot of skins on the wall. Okay, he's won Super Bowls. Big difference. He's gone. It's a huge. They gonna treat it mm-hmm. way different than they are Deshaun Watson. Even though we're talking about two of the top quarterbacks in the league, just absolutely. Because they of the go, caveat, now all of a sudden yeah. it's a it's a. So once you won a Super Bowl, it's okay to force your way out of a place. But if you haven't won a Super Bowl, well, and a bunch of MVPs okay. help too. And it's a not bunch okay. you got three MVPs. I, yeah. I hear you. So so he's going to get the benefit of the doubt to a degree. That he's right for what he wants to do. Oh, it it's the reality though, Jay. I know, but I, I, I hear you on the accolades, and I understand that. But that's the way it is. Doesn't make it right. right. Doesn't make it right. But in the world that we live in, if we gonna keep it one hundred, which I like to think on this show we, we do, do. You got Aaron Rodgers. You got Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers, three MVPs, Super Bowl appearances, NFC Championship games, and you got a guy who's scratching the surface as a quarterback in the league that has gone to a couple of Pro Bowls. Once again, They're I'm saying this. They're not going to treat it the same. We're, we're prepping this before all the allegations oh, started. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm not even thinking about that. I just wonder if a guy like Brett mind. Favre, a legendary Packer, what, what are you going to come out and say about Aaron Rodgers? Are you going to come out and say anything? Are you going to be disappointed? 
Well, and Aaron Rodgers, if he chooses not to play, like I'm curious. Yeah, about no, that another fun, another former uh, great quarterback did call out Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk, talk hope about that. Talk about that. Sorry, it's a, uh, it's a, a Monday. You had a game last night. We're back. Yeah, let's go, baby. It's all, I'm I'm good. I just a little hiccup. I'm fine. But but you know when it talk when you talk about the leadership of the Packers, and it's it's amazing how they do all the things you said, Jay. Right? They kind of work in their own vacuum, and then they don't really keep Aaron Rodgers in the conversation. He doesn't like that, I guess. But yet, they also can't envision having a team without him. You draft Jordan Love, supposed to be the future, but listen to the way Matt LaFleur talks about the potential of life without Aaron Rodgers. For you, how much of a sense that, did you get that, uh, that we could get here to this point um, at the offseason? Yeah, I've, I've never really thought about that. I mean, like, I can't fathom not, not being in Green Bay. So um, that's where my mind's at. I don't only love the player, but I love the person. I love working with him on a daily basis. I think we all do, from the players in that locker room to the coaching staff. And um, I, again, I don't, I don't even want to let my mind go there. This is first class espionage. <laughs> no lie. This is some CIA. This is why he just, hey, just keep blitzing people with all the positives if you're the Packers. That's what they're doing. Them. Just love them. I don't just love the player. I love the person. I love the person. He's so easy. Locker to deal room with. guy. You know, just Come communicates on. with us, just gives us everything we Matt, need. So Matt, why didn't you give him what he wanted? Matt LaFleur woke up with a headache. I can promise you that. Because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't envision being in this position to have to deal with Aaron Rodgers two years after taking over the Packers, that he would now find himself in the middle Oof. of forcing one of the greatest quarterbacks <laughs> in the history of the game to part ways That's with amazing. you. Because well, start with Mike McCarthy. It really did. The, the animosity began there, and it never got better with Matt Lafleur. And let's bring in Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, who joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. And Dan, I know obviously you're well versed in this whole conversation, but uh, you know when we think about the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, it's really hard to fathom it. Just like you heard Matt Lafleur say, but how willing, how willing, from what you know, how willing is he to sit out potentially a whole season just to get what he wants? I mean, that's the, that's the question at this point. I, I mean, unless the Packers reverse course and start taking people's trade calls and taking them seriously, then that's the next thing we have to find out, right? Does he sit out the June minicamp, the mandatory minicamp, and take those fines? He can, he can afford that, surely. If he starts sitting out training camp practices, that means they're fining him fifty grand a day. It means they can go after some of his remaining signing bonus. It means they can go after some of the roster bonus that paid earlier this year. Uh, so then we'll find out how serious he really is about not wanting to play there. Aaron Rodgers made his money. I mean, it may be that he has another career opportunity awaiting him uh, if Jeopardy really thought his tryout was that good. So it's possible. I mean, he could say, he could say you know what, it's been great. I, I've, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, and I'm good, and I can walk away. But at this point... I think that's where the Packers are right now. Like, if if you don't want to come back and play for us, then I don't think we're you know the, the, I don't think the Packers feel like they're going to want to trade him anywhere else. Dan, what do you make of Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon saying that Aaron Rodgers is just way too sensitive? I mean, I, I, mean, I agree with him. I like I, here, here's the thing I don't understand about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Like, the the premise that the Packers haven't done enough to support Aaron Rodgers is flawed. I mean, this is a this is a team that had the best offensive line in the entire league, that has probably the best wide receiver in the entire league, three deep at running back, including with a superstar and Aaron Jones. I, I just don't understand 
where Aaron Rodgers is going to go that gives him a better chance to win right now than the Green Bay Packers. And I think we've gotten to this point where it's an accepted fact that, oh, the Packers don't try hard enough to win. They're not, they're not putting a good enough team around Aaron Rodgers when, when the actual facts uh, say otherwise. And I think that's part of what Moon is trying to say there is like, look, I mean, sure, you don't like that they drafted your potential replacement last year, but you know, otherwise you're in a pretty good spot there as long as you're there. And, and you know, the fact of the matter is the drafting of the potential replacement, that's how you, Aaron Rodgers, got into the league in the first place. So if anyone knows how the Green Bay Packers operate and why, it should be this guy. Well, then and how do you fix it? Like what would be the remedy for the Packers with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. What does he want? That's what I can't figure out because they're trying to talk about contractual remedy, and that doesn't seem to be uh, what he wants. So it seems like we've reached the point where the feelings are personal, uh, and that's going to be pretty hard to put that aside. Now, you may be able to get Aaron Rodgers and say, look, it's one more year. We need one more year to get Jordan Love ready, and then we'll give, we'll give you whatever you want in terms of letting you pick where we trade you, et cetera, et cetera. You could, you could do all that, but that's a, that's a Band-Aid, and that, that's not necessarily the best way to operate, right? If you, then you have a guy who, by definition, isn't all in, and you're not all in on him. I, I don't think he's going to play for the Packers again. I, I, I think he ends up playing somewhere else or sitting out this year. I think those are both more likely outcomes than uh, a resolution here that results with him being their quarterback in 2021. Sound like me, Dan. That's the way mm-hmm. I feel about the whole entire situation. But now you and I are both on the clock. We're the general manager, president of the Green Bay Packers, and we are backing off our stance. Where are we trading him to now? Ooh, well, wh- what can you give me, right? Like, it's got to be next year's picks, first of all. So um, I'm trading you Aaron Rodgers. My guess is your picks next year aren't going to be awfully high because you're going to have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. So uh, I, need, I need players that are recent high draft picks that are still on their rookie contract. So, like, so the Denver Broncos are brought up as potentially the best, you know, the, the most obvious trade destination. If, if you're the Denver, and this is hypothetical, if you're the Denver Broncos and you want Aaron Rodgers, I need to talk about who was your first round pick last year, right? Jerry Judy. Well, I like him. He, he should be in the deal. Who is, you know, is Bradley Chubb still on his rookie deal? Yes. All right. Well, you know, that kind of player, I think, is where you have to look when you're talking about a return for Aaron Rodgers when you're now almost a full year out from the 2022 draft, those draft picks aren't necessarily as valuable as the 21 picks would have been uh, if you traded them a couple of weeks ago. So I, I think that's got to be what you're looking at. Maybe, maybe it's a deal where you have to get a startable quarterback back. You know, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's, it's to Houston for Deshaun Watson. I just made that up. Don't anybody get excited. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You need players coming back that, that can make you feel like, you know, we're justified in trading one of the best of all time and we got a return that wasn't just, hey, we had to get him out of town. Dan, what year does Mac Jones get his first start for the New England Patriots? What, 2021. What I mean, what, <laughs> we all we all know how this works, right? I mean, unless you're the Chiefs uh, the, in the Patrick Mahomes rookie season who started 5-0 and and stayed in first place all year, you can't hold off the first-round quarterback. I mean, unless you're Aaron Rodgers and you win MVP, right? So those are the only two examples in recent memory where it's worked, where a guy actually sat on the bench all year. So I don't see how the Patriots, this year's Patriots, are that kind of team to where it's going to be going so beautifully from the 
outset that uh, that it never ever happens that they switch to the rookie. Maybe Cam Newton has enough in the tank to surprise a lot of us, and and that would be great. I'd love to see Cam Newton playing like an MVP quarterback again. That was that was a lot of fun, and and I hope that he's not done. But history tells us that at some point something's going to happen that makes the Patriots decide to put their rookie in, and um, it would be surprising to me if Cam held that off. Dan Dan Graziano joins us here on the Sheldon Goodyear Hotline. Uh, He just also said that the Texans will trade Deshaun Watson for Aaron Rodgers. Uh -uh. No, didn't say it. I I must have misunderstood you. I only pay attention (laughs) to headlines, Dan. That's really all I'm here for. But no, but all kidding, all kidding aside, doing Houston radio all day. Yeah, (laughs) you did bring up though the Texans. So let me ask you, what what do you make of them drafting uh, Davis Mills, the quarterback, with their first pick in the draft? Yeah. No, it was a third round. Well, right. It was well, their first, first pick. pick yeah, 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 yeah right? first pick in the third round. Yeah, yeah remember yeah. they gave away like, their that? whole draft. You remember? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not. They're not in a great spot. Look, no. I mean, Davis Mills now becomes the guy that uh, you know. Historically, something bad happens to Tyrod Taylor one way or the other, and the rookie takes it right. It's Baker Mayfield. It's Justin Herbert. Now Davis Mills maybe feels like he's the guy uh, that benefits from Tyrod's bad luck. <laughs> but uh, in terms of Deshaun Watson. I, I don't. Again, that's a, that's another one where it's tough to see him going back there. And obviously, a lot's going on with Deshaun Watson. We all know that. And we, we, this is the disclaimer we issue at the beginning of every Deshaun Watson conversation now, and it's and it's legitimate and important. We don't know how that's all going to play out in terms of what's going on with his legal case. But neither do the Texans, and as a result, they have to be ready. I don't think even if if Deshaun's done there, which they have to at least consider the possibility that he is, Tyrod Taylor is not you know, a quarterback of the future. Like he's, he may be somebody you can play now and maybe you can get a couple good years out of him, but, but you have to at least consider the possibility you're going to need somebody else. Uh, and if they like Davis Mills in the third round, then, then that's a guy that, uh, that, they, that they can bring in and groom and maybe he's ready to be their long-term answer. Dan, we appreciate the time this morning. I was just messing around with that headline, by the way. No, you weren't. No. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see how far this goes. I'm going to go to You're Twitter right now. I'll know who to blame. <laughs> Put it out there. Thanks hey, the lot, NFL man. draft was filled with college reunions. So what college teammates in any sport would you like to see reunited as professionals? That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 